Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 45, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. everybody and a very happy new year to you all i hope you've had a wonderful christmas hello jay how are you today i'm very well this year thank you very much it's looking good so far although we're only on day two but hey (laughs) (laughs) yeah no very good very good just nice to be nice to be back in the saddle and uh metaphorically because i'm not actually in a saddle um (laughs) It's going to be one of those episodes. I don't I think. think I've ever seen you in a saddle on a horse. I, I have. I have actually. Have yeah. Um, many years ago when I lived in Kempston, I sat on a horse and didn't enjoy it particularly. I don't. I mean, I have no problem with horses. I just don't want to be on the back of one. I think that's kind of where we're at. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well. This time of year, people are usually talking about New Year's resolutions, setting goals, all that kind of thing. Um, We're not going to talk about it. Well, not like that anyway. Let's not do that. Yeah, (laughs) let's not do that. But um, what we thought we'd have a chat about is stepping into slow. Yeah, we kind of touched on that. Oh, (laughs) 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 we kind of touched on it last episode at the end of last year where we talked about stepping into flow so so yeah and no, i think that's a good i think that's a good one to go go with and it and it does link with goal setting and manifesting and, and stuff as well so yeah absolutely but um when we're stepping into flow what we're doing really is um working from our hearts allowing ourselves to be heart-led working with our intuition doing what makes our hearts sing and um, and making it clear to the universe what it is we actually want so that the universe can um, provide everything that we, we need and, and the connections with people, whatever else it is that we need to actually stay in the flow. And I think you had a really good analogy in the last episode, Jeremy, where you were saying about, you know, being on a boat and and going with the flow of the river and that all the people that you need to connect with are on the the banks of the river and all the things the events and experiences that you want are are all the way along that that um at the banks of the river and that as you step the flow you make these connections and and have these experiences that will help you to grow and, and move forward and that that struck me at the time as a really good analogy of of um, how important it is to to actually be in the flow and how the universe then works with us and helps us to um, achieve what it is we want to achieve. Yeah, and it's, and it's the ease of it. So if you, again, with that same analogy, if you're in a boat going down the river, you, you're not struggling to do anything. The boat is moving kind of almost on its own. Well, it kind of is in, in that. In, in reality, the boat would be moving on its own through the, with being pushed by the water. But it's that point is when we find that life's a struggle. I think the other the other side of the analogy or the, the, the opposite I used was 
um, chopping through the the jungle with a machete and and the struggle and the you know everything in front of us and the battle that we have to push our way through life. Um, if we're finding that we're not finding things easily, so we're not finding things easy. There's resistance. Things aren't working out how we want them to or how we expect them to. Then the chances are you're not in flow. Yeah. Because when you're in flow, when you're on your life path in the right way, then everything does just click into place and seem to just happen. Absolutely, it does. And and this is why it's so important to listen to your heart and um, and do what makes your heart sing. Because when we do the things that make us really happy, it helps us to be in flow. It keeps our vibration high and um, moves us moves us into flow. Um, and if something's not making us happy, then we need to be looking at why, what's going on? Do I need to change something? Um, what what is it that that's making me unhappy? That's making me resist what I'm I'm doing because but if you're unhappy with a situation or in a job or whatever it is, then you're not in flow with it, and and something needs to be addressed to put it right. Absolutely. When I moved into full time coaching, uh, in the way that I'm doing it now, I. I haven't looked back. I have not once woken up in the morning and thought, oh, who've I got coaching today? Or, And I come away invigorated after sessions. I come away excited for possibilities. There is, and you know, the, 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 when I'm coaching with people, the sessions just flow They because I'm in my heart center and I'm connected to my intuition and I just allow, I'm in that moment and just allow it to be. So, previous jobs or previous things when there's been struggle when I've oh I want to do this but it's not working out and every every it's like what trying to say like going down a whole load of dead ends and then you have to backtrack and start okay let's take this exit no that's not working let's take this exit and yet when I for me finding where I am now and being where I am now everything is clicking together I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I don't have to work for things. I still have to take actions. I still have to do things to enable things to happen. But it's not like it was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago in various jobs I've had where, like you were saying, you know, you, you sort of wake up in the morning or, or you, you don't feel happy in the job. Something's yeah. not right. Yeah. And this is why it's so important to listen to your heart and learn to tune into your heart and to and to feel what's right for you and to do to do things that are self-serving so that you're working for your highest good. It's so important to do that. Um, so if something isn't making you happy, then it's, you know, whether it's a relationship or whether it's... Um, a situation whether it's work we all need to take that step back and look and see what is it why do I feel unhappy what is it within me that I need to address is it something that I need to change in me which will have a a, you know a a knock-on effect on the relationship the situation the work uh, place or is it that I need to make radical changes because sometimes sometimes it's just that we need to go within and recognize what's affecting us and deal with that to change what's going on around us 
because you know it's my my belief and my understanding that everything that's going on around us is a manifestation of stuff that's within us mm-hmm. and so if we can address the, the issues that are within us then that changes what's going on around us and also it gives us more clarity as well so that we can see what it is that we want where we want to go um what feels right for us so that we can maybe set some objectives but manifest what it is that we actually want yeah you know and to me um setting objectives they need to be very fluid um and whilst we may have a big objective we might take some of the steps towards that objective and then realize that actually that's not for our highest good anymore and that objective needs to change slightly and that's okay but if we if we are too rigid about things then we can set a goal or an objective and we, we become so focused on I've got to achieve that, I've got to achieve that, that we actually put us, we shift ourselves out of flow and, and in our struggle to achieve something for whatever reason we feel we need to achieve that instead of actually recognising, you know what, I needed to take these three steps to grow and, and to um, understand myself better. But actually that I now realise that goal is not right for me at this time. So let's change it slightly and, and then take the next steps towards that. And oh, that might have changed a bit again, but that's OK. I can I can change that. It's fluid. It's to understand yeah. what I'm kind of saying there. And, it, and when you allow that fluidity there as well, it allows you to stay in flow instead of feeling that you've got to achieve something because you've set that goal and therefore it's got to be achieved. Yeah. It's it's a constant review. So. Mm like checking in with emotions and how you feel as a as a barometer like i said before uh, in the last episode when you when your feelings are a barometer of how you feel so if you're feeling down there's something or, or you're feeling your vibration is lower or you're feeling a bit negative or, or whatever then maybe there's something you need to look at to bring your vibration back up or to address or something's changed or you might need to change something well similar to that we can set a goal today that is right for us today. And like you say, start going along the path and taking the steps towards that goal, that objective, that whatever it might be. But once we've started it, it doesn't mean it won't change. It doesn't mean that. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of like it, it's a balance between that and being the magpie where you're jumping after anything that's shiny. Oh, shiny, I'm going to start this. Oh, no, that's better. Oh, I mean, I've, I have clients do this. I've done it myself with courses over the years where I've started a course and then I've seen a, what I perceive to be a better course of growing my business or helping clients or whatever it might be, self-development. And then you end up jumping loads of different courses but not finishing any of them. Now, that's not necessarily for your highest good either, although it might be because there might just be little snippets of each course you needed to learn. But that's sort of the magpie effect. Oh, shiny. I'll go for that one. Um, Whereas we can then get fixated on one particular thing and that's what I want to achieve. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't achieve that. It doesn't mean you won't achieve that. It's just that. Maybe there's something that would be better for you to your highest good if you were just to allow it 
to come to your awareness. But because you're so focused on that one thing you feel you need to achieve, that it's like putting blinkers on and you don't see the other opportunities that are walking. So it'd be like going down the river, but with blinkers on or looking down into the boat rather than looking around you because you're just so focused on getting to the end of the river because you want to achieve your objective of X and missing out all these possibilities that the universe is throwing your way saying, yeah, that's great. And that was right for you then, but I've got this and it's much better than that. Oh, oh, you've just gone past. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of that. It can be kind of like that. I think we can get so yeah, we can we can get too focused, can't we? And then yeah. and like you say, we just we then not open to the possibilities that are there for us. And I think that's the the the, the underlying point I'm trying to make with this part is, yes, have goals, have objectives, have things you want to stay to, to focus and work towards because that gives us purpose, that gives us a meaning and something that links to our purpose and moving forwards in in our journey and life. But, and that is an intentional but, but stay open to other better things coming into our awareness as we journey forwards. So yes, we might be towards this particular goal and something else happens that changes that. And now this becomes more important. But just be open to it rather than blinkered and just miss it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's remembering as well to check in with our hearts. Does this feel right for me? Mm. Is this correct? Is this what I need to be doing? Is this for my highest good? Um, I think that's really important to remember to do as well, because if it feels right, if it feels like it's for our highest good, then it will be right and it will be what we need to be doing. Yeah, having a check in. Yeah, checking in with ourselves. I think, you know, that's something that's really important, checking in. Does this feel right? How does it make me feel? The idea of this, how does it make me feel? Does it make me feel excited, passionate about it, wanting to get up and get on with it? Or does it make me feel a bit reticent? Does it make me feel a bit uncomfortable? If it makes me feel like that, why is it making me feel like that? kind of coming back to having a little bit of curiosity and and a little bit of questioning going on to try and understand what we're feeling and and therefore whether it's right for us or, or not at that time yeah it's interesting that you use the you used the phrase make me feel make me feel make me feel because yeah it's we 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 choose to feel Nobody makes us feel anything. So that's patterning and programming. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, when I think about this, how do I feel? Yeah, would be a more appropriate way of because it's not. I mean, yeah, it is patterning and programming, but we, we do have to be aware of how we think and what we think and the way we think. So this make so you know um the classic is in an argument you made me feel like x no Mm. they acted in the way they did or they behaved in the way they did and you chose to feel like that as your response or reaction to how they behaved but you can choose to react or respond differently even if they carry on behaving the same way so nobody makes you feel anything 
good point. <laughs> a good point. And it just goes to show, doesn't it, how how we use language as well without realizing how we're using language. You know, yeah. I, not and I didn't consciously kind of think about that, but obviously it was a, something we needed to discuss to kind of bring to people's awareness that that you know and you're right we do choose how to react we do choose how to respond we do choose um how we feel and and we always have a choice over um over how we how we react respond and, and feel about things yeah another one i've noticed in our podcast and this is me as it's me as well it's me that i notice it with is we talk about being heart centered and not in our head and then i go and say something and i think that yes. we ought to and it's like didn't you just said i feel that we <laughs> yeah absolutely although to a degree we do think with our hearts but but yeah it's more feeling with the heart it is more feeling with the heart and um but as soon as you say something like i think you're you're allowing yourself you're to go into your head back into your head yeah. whereas when when it's i feel you're you're much more in your heart Actually, just for clarity, it, you know, when when we're not saying, don't go in your head and don't think about things. Um, so yeah, we want to be in our heart and feel what's right as much as possible. We still have to rationalise certain things. We still have to think. So we are going to go into our heads at, at certain times. It's just going with what you feel is right before you go into your head and do the bit you need to do in your head. I'm just clarifying that for any listener that might be confused in terms of well you know we need to think yes we do but it's when we go into our heads and try and rationalize stuff or or you know replay stuff from the past that we can't change and yet we go over and over and over and over it and we keep replaying it all the time when actually we don't need to because it's irrelevant it we can't change it but what we can do is look at why it's triggering us and what the lesson to be learned is because then when we learn the lesson and let go of the emotion connected to it we retain the lesson but we can move forwards from that yeah so it's not allowing ourselves to get stuck in our heads but just keep yeah. switching between heart head heart head heart head as appropriate yeah yeah so that, that i think that's really important to understand um because there are times when we do need to use our heads Yes. Yeah. We wouldn't have them if we didn't need them. <laughs> <laughs> Might look a bit odd. But but you know when you when you're heart led with things, when you when you listen with your heart, it's kind of a lot easier to know what to do. Because you know, if you get in that state of overthinking things, you you can kind of get into a bit of a fog. So if you sort of take a step back, allow yourself to just be, drop into your heart, you can kind of then get more clarity. Well, that's certainly the experience I've had when I've kind of like decisions to make and I'm thinking, I really don't know what I need to do here. Um, and then I'll just take a step back, drop into my heart, I feel know what feels right for me. I know what the pros and cons are of each thing. If I make a decision to do this or I make a decision to do that, but what feels right? Mm. Um and and then then we'll get, you know, the the, the feel for, for what's right for us and, and what will give us the growth 
that we that we want that we that we need at this particular time yeah sometimes i mean feeling and learning to connect with and and interpret feelings can take time it's a it's a thing to practice it's not Mm. we're so as as a as a race we're so out of tune with ourselves nowadays compared to say a thousand years ago two thousand years ago or, or whatever because of society and evolution in that sense um so it's something that we need to practice but something else sometimes you can't feel what's right sometimes you don't recognize it's not a clear indication that's where i'm going there's not a clear indication of what's right for me in this particular moment so for me one of the things i use if i can't if i don't get a feeling of which way to go which which is the right solution or the answer or whatever is i use meditation or or stream of consciousness journaling we've talked about that before Hmm. where just do a meditation just allow whatever I mean, you can do guided meditations with your future self or there's various different things that we can do to get an answer or to help us move to an answer but even just by meditating and just relaxing into that space can just allow the subconscious to come across and the intuition to come across and say okay let's give you an indicator how about looking over here kind of thing yeah absolutely but also you know a way that i find really good is to get out in nature because when we're when we're out in nature we can be doing walking meditations without actually realizing we're doing that especially when we allow ourselves to just be and connect with nature so that's another way that you can do it and i've often had things where i've been you know get myself in a bit of a two and eight because i've um i'm not sure quite how to deal with it or what decision to make and then I just think you know what I've got to get out and I'll go out into nature get out into the woods for an hour or so and by the time I come home it's all kind of kicked round and and I'm going oh that's what I need to do and it's doing the same sort of thing as as doing the meditation will do um but it's just a, a different way of doing it so um there's lots of different things we can do but but sometimes it's just it's doing something that takes us into a state of being if we just allow the information to come through to us rather than trying to work out what it is that we need to know yeah it's it's switching off the it's switching off the conscious mind it's allowing so as we've talked before you know we've got all these bits of millions of bits of information every second going into our brain and in, in inwards and yet we don't necessarily allow it to to assimilate and connect and make connections that, that the unconscious mind can do and does very well and then spit out positive answers and things that will help us move forwards because sometimes we don't listen to ourselves we've talked about this before you know where we mm-hmm. just don't listen to ourselves we don't allow ourselves that space to I've been output an expert at that in the past but yeah you're right we need to to allow us ourselves that space to be able to listen to ourselves and of course we've been caught up in such a busy world you know if i think back to our childhood and and lives were busy but they weren't as busy as they are now and as stressful as they are now for people and and there's so much chatter you know so much distraction going on um that it's very easy to kind of get caught up in lots of stuff going on around us rather than being able to to just 
relax into the moment and and so allow information to come to us because you know we have everything that we need within us mm. we, we just we just need to tap into that universal knowledge that's there for us to to tap into and make use of um and and we've been taught to look outside of ourselves for the answers when actually all we need to do is just um go within and listen yeah we live our lives outside in we we live our lives responding and reacting to what's happening outside of us rather than from the inside out which is actually how we're built when yeah. we should be reacting and responding to the answers within us absolutely you know, we allow and, the, and when we do that we we move ourselves into flow yeah absolutely so you know it, it's the place to start is within yes you know this is happening to me outside and it's triggering me in this way so what can i do from the inside to affect the change i need to make if any that i need to make to deal with this or to change this situation to one where it's something that i am happy with comfortable with or, or it changes it in a, in a positive way for me mm. and that's like we said before this isn't this is about being selfless not selfish it's yes. about putting yourself first but for the highest good of everybody yes because if i'm the best version of me then the impact i have on anyone i have a connection with will be for the highest good of them yes yes absolutely it all comes back to loving ourselves and recognizing that everything that we need is within us we have the answers we just need to tap into them. Yeah. Wow. Fabulous. Good way to start the year, don't you think? I think it's an awesome way to start the year. Hopefully it's given um, our listeners a lot to think about as they move into the new year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Step into flow. Step into flow and uh, allow the universe to work with you and bring all the opportunities and the experiences that are right for you to you so that you can really grow and move forward. Yeah. Not a lot I can add to that, really. <laughs> okay, then. So thank you very much for listening. And until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Mm -hmm.